Welcome today to the Go Harvest podcast. We're going to talk about why it's important for ministry leaders to have daily devotions. You're listening to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, a podcast designed to offer practical insight and encouragement to local church ministry leaders. We're thrilled to have you join us during this second season of the podcast and invite you to help us continue to reach new people by hitting subscribe and the five-star rating. Blessings on you in your ministry. And for now, let's turn it over to Tim Price. Time with God each day is like fresh bread. It nourishes, it revives, it sustains. The Word helps us to remain faithful, continuously keeps our eyes towards heaven, and keeps us steady. Digging into the God-inspired and life-giving Scripture is more than just reading. It's engaging with God's Spirit and allowing it to be at work in our lives in unexplained yet powerful ways. Tim, this is going to be fun to talk about today. And one of the things that I've learned is that um, you go to youth camps or preaching services and they always say, find time for daily devotions or find time to be with God. And that just yeah. is like so staple that it almost, you don't even hardly listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like when everybody says, hey, rate this podcast or review this. You don't even listen to those endings because <laughs> you've already <laughs> you already heard that and you got what you kind of wanted. But But here's one thought that I've had that we think of daily devotions as a time slot to grow in our devotion to the Lord. And so, of course, you can pray in the shower and you can pray in the car and you can sing and worship and all those things. Mm-hmm. But we don't want to allow personal devotions to become trite leftover time periods that nothing else effective or, you know, mm-hmm. is going to be happening. So we schedule time in our lives to read the scripture, sit quietly, and really be mentored by the words of Jesus himself. And this whole idea of these devotions and being mentored by Jesus is from this book, Divine Mentor by Wayne Cudero. I think I'm saying his name right. And this book just describes, you know, how each story in scripture leads to truths about God and his character, really through regular men and women, just like all the people we know today. And so when we make time to read scripture and engage in devotion, we're really opening a huge like vault and, and can, can learn a lot just from the words of Jesus. So that's kind of the goal of this. That's awesome. So like two questions, like what is the motivation and how do we stick with it? Yeah, those are those are great. And I'm not the guru here or anything like that. It's fun just to sit and think about this. But daily devotions, as far mm-hmm. as a motivation goes, is really the guardrails in life. And we need those around our heart. We need them around mm-hmm. our mind. We need them around our like laptops. And we, we need like guardrails so that we don't just spin out of control. It really does keep us on track. If you want a life that is going to be continually deeper and more steady and not be a roller coaster of like responding to the culture and the ways of the world and all these things. We're going to have to have time each day to be reminded how to live and how to live with the most impact. And then the second question is this idea of how do you stick with it? That is where we could have a discussion. Yeah. It, it's hard even when we say, yeah, I'm a ministry leader, a worship leader, a pastor of a church, and here I am. And some days mm-hmm. it really clicks, and other days it doesn't. And you just wonder. Part of that is the discipline. Yeah. But then, you know, you just wonder how in the world you do that. Here, here's one Here's one thing that kind of is a help. There are two different ways to learn things about life. One is through wisdom, and the other is through consequence. Hmm. And wisdom means you learn, from, uh, you learn from others about the pitfalls 
before you experience them mm-hmm. so that you can avoid them. And consequence is what you suffer because you don't avoid the pitfall and you never learn. Eventually that does produce wisdom, but it's like, you know, touching a hot stove. You don't want to have to do that to learn it. Yeah. But you, you know, it's just kind of the thing. So really daily devotion helps, um, live with no regret. You gain wisdom and learn it first, but, but sticking with it. So how does it play out in your life, Clint? How do you, uh, have daily devotion routine or, or when things start to wane, what do you, what do you do? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would have to like go back to pre COVID like 2020, right? Um, actually 2019, I think it was like, mm, November, December of 2019, I kind of said like, man, I really need to like, like I would do daily devotions, uh, but I really needed to hunker down and like do it like faithfully. You know, God's been faithful to me in so many different ways in my life, even through COVID and everything uh, that's go- has gone on in my life in 2021, um, that I really need to be faithful to God in, in these ways. And like, um, so I actually, I, I forget, I think it might've been Ignition uh, Middle School Conference. Um, there was a 365-day reading plan slash devotion book that you had on sale at the book table for a dollar. And I was like, hey, Tim, can I buy this for a dollar? And you, I don't know, you were like, well, you helped set up the conference and do all this, that. And he's like, you can just have it, is, what you, <laughs> is kind of what you said. So um, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. So starting January 1st of 2020, I got a group of people together on Facebook in a, a, a closed private group because if anybody wanted to have conversations or, or whatever, or just like really kind of allow themselves to feel vulnerable to what they're reading. I I didn't want like, you know, outside forces, you know, hindering that. So I had a group, I think last year was around 40 people. I think you might've been in that one. Uh And, um, uh, we had about 40 people who were in there and going through the scriptures every single day. Now, last year I just did, here's the overview of what we're reading for today. And, and that was it. And then I allowed people to kind of have discussions this year what was really cool is I'm still using the same book, but in there each day, there's also a devotional. So for the last two years, that's how I've been like reading the Bible in a year. But then also um, this past year, how I've been staying up on um, the devotions and how do you get back on track whenever you've waned? Well, I say the same thing that I say to everyone in the group who've, who've done this. It's like, Hey, we're starting this new, this new book of the Bible. If you've fallen off, today's a great time to jump on. Don't worry about what you missed. Like that's mm-hmm. that's yesterday's worries. It's it, you know, just jump in because God's still going to speak to you, even if you didn't read Ezra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like you know, you're like, oh, you have to know the context of this to continue on in life. I mean, hopefully over t- over your life, you'll read it and go on from there. But um, I just really want people in this group. This year we have like 65, so it's awesome. Uh, but I really want these people to kind of like just dive in and be there and, and have this become not like a habit of something they do out of obligation, but something that they're really like gleaning from. And I don't even know if, if we're like well, jumping yeah, in. I mean, that, but that's future. like a, I mean, that's a great thought. The thought of devotion more than duty. I mean, yeah. Like it, it, there is a sense where you want the habit. So on the days when you don't feel like doing it, yeah. you still get up and you still read yep. and still engage. But then you want, you want to have a sense of like devotion. Yeah. And sometimes maybe, devotion follows duty to some degree yeah. but but yeah it'd be hollow if it was just like <laughs> yeah check that off and i barely <laughs> remember it but another thing you said was as far as the sticking with it and the habit sometimes 
having a group of people in terms of accountability is a mm-hmm. huge part of that. Oh, I totally started this for selfish reasons. Yeah. I didn't start it to like help other people go through it. I did it for me because yeah, it's like then, if I didn't continue, it's like, oh, come on, Clint, we're relying on you to do, do this. Yeah. And uh, so totally selfish <laughs> reasons. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's good. <laughs> if I want to be transparent about it. We could do a podcast about that. Yeah. <laughs> selfish devotions. That's right. <laughs> I'm no, just that's like that's like all my sermons, right? It's like yeah, I'm, you preach for yourself. I, I preach to myself. It's like hopefully someone else can tag along. But man, this is what God's teaching me. Well, that is that's great. <laughs> and um, I'm doing Bible in a year too with the U version Nikki Gimbel app. Oh, cool. And that's also the same basic thing, just a devotion, and then read through some chapters, and it's yep. been great. But. Uh, Hey, this is Ava Andrews, and I lead worship with Harvest Ministry. We would love to invite you to listen to some of our music on Spotify, Amazon, Apple, or wherever you like to listen. Over the years, Harvest has recorded worship music, kids' worship, instrumental, and more. You can find all the various albums at harvestministryteams.com slash music. Thanks. Well, anyway, in this book, he suggests a method for getting into God's Word, and here's his four steps. Get a Bible and a reading plan, take a journal, and find a place to meet with God, which um, a lot of people have talked about having the same spot every day, you mm-hmm. know, a prayer closet or, or the chair you sit in or whatever. And then this fourth thing I found kind of interesting is to use the SOAP method. Mm. So here's the SOAP method. Scripture, observation, application, and prayer. So you Scripture, you write down a verse of Scripture that speaks to you. Observe something from it. Write down the things you observe from the Scripture application how do you apply this to your life today and then prayer write out a prayer for god to use this word in your life every day tim this is that's like a a sermon outline almost yeah that's that's great i mean (laughs) we stole it right from his book which we'll put a link to the book but yeah i kind of want to remember that and add that in every once in a while that's awesome all right so this podcast is why ministry leaders um need daily devotions and of course we would all say, yes, uh, yes, we need them, right? Um, But what is the real why behind that? Well, this idea of Jesus being our mentor, it just seems to me like pastors and worship leaders and other ministry leaders need that Mm -hmm. more than as much as anybody. And um, and part of that is because uh, being a pastor is so unbelievably hard. And it's not to discredit other professions and other roles, and we need Christians in every walk of life. But as someone once said, have you ever heard anybody say they were quitting business and going into ministry because their lives are too stressful? I mean, usually it's almost always the other way around. Yeah. And um, pastors are really asked to know, and it doesn't matter the size of your church. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a pastor has the burden of knowing and giving and being and doing and teaching and leading and counsel and sharing and you know, they, they've got to read and study and know a lot, but also be relational and connected. And those things don't even really hardly ever mesh together well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's almost like outrageous. They got to be at home, but they also have to be at church and they got to be real and they got to be at meetings. They got to know people, know the building, know the issues or like dealing with plumbing people. I mean, just like the list just is like mind boggling. I don't even, th- I, that's, I don't know one person <laughs> that could be that. <laughs> well, and that's kind of the, yeah, you definitely can't be all that, yeah. but but you're kind of called upon yeah. to be in all the situations. So yeah, wise pastors will definitely figure out a way to to delegate and, yeah. and lean into their strengths and, and use that. And the larger your church, the more options you have for that. But that's true. 
one pastor at one church, which I know scads of those people. Yeah. They really wear a lot of these hats and they, you know, it's just it, everybody wants their pastor to be great. Yeah. So it's, it's weird. Just a lot of burden. So really where do pastors go to get that deeper well? And so I can't think of anything that would ever replace devotions, like mm-hmm. learning from Jesus each and every day and from the scripture aside from, you know, even taking time for other church work to be in, um, you know, devotion and prayer for learning and growing. And, um, if we're going to be wise in leading our congregation, then we have to be close to God and his word so he can develop us in wisdom. And really the why behind it is that your church needs you to have the wisdom of God in your heart each day Mm -hmm. and not be out there trying to do it on current strategies or what the church down the street is doing or whatever. So we really can't discount daily devotions. Yeah. And, and, you know, you were talking about staff and ministry leaders and all that. Uh, but this also applies to church members. Yeah. Basically, I mean, it's the same, same sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, like if you're going to have a church that's alive and, and growing, it's not going to do good just to show up as a church member and just wait for the 25, 30 minute sermon on Sundays. Yeah. That helps. And that's neat. And you want to be in corporate worship. You don't want to discount it, but it kind of reminds me when I used to take piano lessons, I basically didn't like practicing. I basically <laughs> wanted to be a piano player, but I did not want to go through the effort. Oh, and man. so I would go to the piano lesson and Mrs. Connor would basically teach me stuff. And I took piano lessons for eight months and basically what I play on the piano to this day, I'm stuck in like a little world of like an eighth grade chord yeah. piano player. But um, what I know and play on the piano now is primarily what I learned during those half hour lessons for eight months. Oh, wow. Like, so yeah, it got something. There was something there and it's yeah. kind of with me, but it wasn't near the effectiveness would have happened if I had, in addition to those one time a week slots, had yeah. actually done stuff each morning. That would have been amazing. Yeah. And so you can't put like a calculation on devotions and equate that to, to more or less in somebody's life because God, uh, you know, uses us in different ways, but you can put a calculation on if you're going to have the wisdom of God and the heart of God mm-hmm. and, um, not try to rationalize your sins and not try to do things that are against God's word. I mean, there's no way to do that without knowing God's word. Yeah. So you got to basically be in that mode and devotions are a huge part of that. Yeah. And man, this is, this might kind of derail us for a moment, but like, you said something in there uh, talking about the congregation and being in the word and everything like that. But like that in, in my mind, like whenever the church is on fire like that, that's when revival happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And then like from there, my mind went to um, a few days ago, we were in reading in our daily thing, a uh, second Chronicles, right. In, in chapter 29. And I just kind of jumped to it on here and um, it's talking about worship and uh and how worship brings revival and what's really cool about um this and hezekiah is the emphasis he had on worship and what the, the outcome was on his people because of that because they were in a war and they won the war because of their revival and their worship you know this is kind of going out a different route or whatever but like you know i'm a person who like fully believes in like spiritual warfare and like what is going on that we don't see in that spiritual realm and like man just the battles that everyone is fighting every single day and like how we really can like equip ourselves and arm ourselves against those things, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's what Ephesians says too. You got to take yeah. that up and put that on. Yeah. Like, yeah. The armor of God. And put that on. 
That is, and that that is like a precursor to revival is for a bunch of people to see yeah. the holiness of God's word and realize their lives aren't lined up with that and then yeah. repent and pray and yeah. you know just grow yeah, they, grow they in that. rededicated them the temple they atoned uh for everything uh that they were doing in, in the past and man just like how much that changed the the, mm-hmm. the people there so yeah, okay. we need to pray for that revival for sure <laughs> amen that's for sure so yeah that, that might have derailed us there for a minute but um well, that's all right i mean that basically it's the same thing like his his god's presence yeah comes by being in his living and active word mm-hmm. and that teaches it teaches us and it, it forms us and it shapes us and it's that's unlike any other i mean the book itself is unlike any other thing out there yeah and then that's not counting the time spent in seeking the lord yeah I mean, you could just look up scripture after scripture of seeking the Lord. And we didn't even get into when to do these devotions. No. I mean, as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Any time is better than no time. Any any time is better than... Do it any time you can. That's right. <laughs> hey, here's the way I think about it. If you have time to sit and scroll, right, <laughs> like on any kind of social media, uh, you can you have time to invest in a relationship that matters more than any social media, anything, uh, yeah, somebody needs to create a little meme because when you said scroll, it made me think in the old days they all were dealing uh, with the scroll. Uh, <laughs> they were breaking out the scrolls. No, no, I'm talking about like the swiping scroll yeah. uh, of uh, of social media, whatnot. The, so. mind, the mindless scroll. Oh goodness, it is so mindless. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hey, this is Ava from Harvest Ministry, and we'd love to invite you to help support the ministry in this one simple way. Harvest is an Amazon Smile recipient, and with a click of a button, your purchase on Amazon can send a small percentage to Harvest. It's a win-win. We think it's a cool way to support Harvest Ministry, so thanks for your part. Visit harvestministryteams.com slash Amazon to get the link. Again, that's harvestministryteams.com slash Amazon. Yeah, like, so every single believer can get a Bible, right? We're talking about mindless scrolling. Mm-hmm. But if you have a smartphone, which I think are, like, the only phones you can get now, you can get the Version Bible app, and there's a Bible. Uh, and because of that Version, they can also have a reading plan, right? Uh-huh. In that Version, there's reading plans, you know, brief one-week ones, seasonal ones, year-long ones, whatever. You could do it with friends and family members. Um, you know, do that, grab a journal, and then a time on a calendar each and every single day to meet with the Lord. You know, this will not only transform you, it will also transform the way that you live and you serve in your church. And it's really freeing. I really believe this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is so this true is... because I've seen it active in my life, um, especially these, these last two years. So, like, if I've never had a plea on these podcasts before, but my plea to you is to, like, jump in today and invest in this for yourself that's a good plea i know like like i I mean i don't even i don't want to ask you to do anything else that's what i want to ask you to do today (laughs) but that's that's a good ending yeah so 